This is the future, babe. Hello, and uh, excuse me, mate. We've just. I'm trying to start my pod. Um, hello, and welcome to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. Uh, we. I enjoyed having a guest on last week, so I thought I make it might might make it more regular by getting the old gang back together. I've got is- one of my favourite comedians, Russell Hicks. This is uh, how you hell doing, for Russell? Me, and I don't actually think yeah. I can do this. No, <laughs> have nope. you changed your mind now? You, you realize this the power is dynamic has shifted. I <laughs> was in the captain's seat, and now look at him already. <laughs> and I thought I'd have a guess. Episode twenty-five. Have you on episode yeah, twenty-five? Yes, I got work ethic, baby. What an insult! <laughs> twenty-five people. That's yeah, twenty-five. He's scraping the bottom no. of the barrel. He's scraping the bottom See, of the barrel. You think I'm being rude to you, but that comment right there is actually rude to me because if you'd watched any of them, you'd know you're only the second guest. And it just shows how little support you have of my career that you think you're the 25th guest, you know? So little support for your career. I'm sorry. Let's talk about not supporting someone's career while we're at it. Okay. Why don't we? Because go on, let's lockdown happened and everybody yeah. jumped on the bandwagon. We had a prime opportunity to capitalize yeah. on our chemistry, our relationship. Yeah. And yeah. instead, I found myself alone at sea <laughs> with no paddle as I looked for you. And then you went by on a yacht. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's true. What? I mean, what? you snooze, you lose. It's tough out here to be a content cowboy, you know. These 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 planes are brutal if you haven't got the right the right saddle, the right horse. Um, well, I I think also we need to put some we need to explain to the viewers because uh, I don't think many people saw it what the Russell Hicks show <laughs> was. <laughs> I love that. You know, and and don't say content, please. What do you prefer to call it? Art. What? What's wrong? Oh, sorry. Is daddy not cool? Yeah. Did granddad just rip a fart at your slumber party? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Did I just walk into your slumber party, offer everybody sandwiches, walk away and shart in my fucking PJs? Well, let's explain to your vast viewership what (laughs) this pathetic tiny thing I'm talking about. Don't even worry about it, kids. You can plug it. You can plug it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, Maybe guys. Maybe we'll get more listeners on it through Voice Gone Wild because I've got a huge, basically, I've got a rabid horde of Zoomers. Basically, guys, before Horatio was a TikTok star, he started out <laughs> on a, You know what this is? This is like one of those uh, documentaries where yeah. you're you're a celebrity and, and sure. it's like, oh, and he got his start on and then it'll be like, you know, I'm like this black mm-hmm. and white TV host who was big in his <laughs> yeah. time. And then they interview me, and I'm like, "Yeah, well, at the time, I, I just, I didn't know what to make of him, but I, I knew he'd be something." I just, it's, it. I think one of my favorite things about you, genuinely, is when I first saw you, and because I saw Russell in Edinburgh like three years ago, and I was a big fan of his show. Um, I had no idea that you were this petty. Um, and it's <laughs> <laughs> really, I was collecting money out of a bucket after the show. Yeah. Uh, cause I think one of the, one of the, cause I, I didn't know what to expect or what you were going to be like in person. And I think one of the, the funniest aspects about you, which I don't think comes across as much, uh, in your standup or at least seems more of a character is how seriously you take a lot. Like if anyone says a mean comment on YouTube, 
like most comedians of your level <laughs> would be like, oh, it's just some idiot doing hate. You get straight in there. You write a whole essay. Even if it's a guy with an American flag and a fucking eagle on it, it's like, who's this fucking guy think he is? <laughs> I, I'm like, w- name the place and time and let me know when you want to do this <laughs> yeah. proper. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a comedian who's just most, oh, yeah? You didn't like it? Let's go then. Let's see how fucking funny you are, okay? Well, I don't, I don't understand these unspoken rules of the internet. Like, you're just allowed to insult me, and then it's like, that's what? That's just part of the game? No. You've ruined my day, and now you're going to pay. Just imagine, like, if that was the thing with celebrities, that every time someone put any sort of hate on the internet... Celebrities would just fucking throw down <laughs> every I've single mean tweet. That's the celebrity I'll be. Yeah, yeah. I'll be fighting civilians. Yeah, yeah. TMZ. Like, I'll, I'll be cut. beating. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just be beating starstruck fans. They're like, oh my god! It's like, boom! And that's my. Bang. That's how I win the fights. It's like I rock up and well, they're you're just gonna like, hit. The, you're gonna hit them before they even insult you. So if there's no chance, if they were gonna insult you. You wouldn't give them any space to. No, so I'm gonna hit give... them whether they insult you or not. No, everyone gets a fair chance. But if you <laughs> insult me, if you it's insult me the on dojo. the internet, it's straight I'm... to the dojo. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if you insult me on the internet and I'm a celebrity, then I yeah. will show up. And while they're starstruck, yeah. that's my moment. I just cold mm. cock them because I can't fight. So they'll just be yeah. like, like if I was Sean Penn, that's what I would do. I'd be like, they'd yeah. be like, oh my god, it's Sean uppercut. Yeah, yeah, and then, well, I, and then I stand over them, and I and I I remind them of what they did. <laughs> Is this you? Use a three, five, six, seven eagle fly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, people I on just, the internet are just odd, man. I like this guy messaged me, <laughs> and it was like he was complimenting me, but he was creeping me out at the same. Like he he time. Oh, I, I get that a little bit as well. But yeah, go on. He timestamped an hour video like 20 things I had mm-hmm. said and wrote a paragraph on each one. It was like a 2000 word essay. I was like, uh, and what I was it, was it, it a was... rebuttal or was he saying, this is what I liked about it. Yeah. He was saying, this is what I liked, but he was like, he was like going off yeah. on the comments. Like as if I remembered what I said, he's like seven minutes too. Yeah, I know. And do you ever notice how, when they bag <laughs> your groceries, they like look at you. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, are you making fun of me? Cause some of the things I said, he, uh, I was really. Um, I mean, it could be disturbed. a classic slam. Yeah, he might. He might not be a weirdo. He might just be a massive troll who's just that's, fucking. That's what head. I thought. I was like, "Are you a massive troll?" Yeah. I found it really funny how upset you got. It's like my job. For those of you who don't know, my job before this is producing podcasts. And one my of the job before this, he hits me with my job before this. <laughs> not you've before done twenty-five. This, before, before you've done twenty-five <laughs> episodes. <laughs> okay, take it easy. My job before this, before, you guys might I'm not, not know. saying this is my job. <laughs> Subscribe to my Patreon. Fuck um, me, man. My job is producing podcasts, and of all the, the the podcasts I'm producing, none of them have been like, "Oh, I see, you're doing other things now." Okay, I see how it is. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck me. It's like no, I'm doing my own podcast. I'm trying to build. Oh yeah, I I love how you take me doing my own podcast as a personal dig. Yeah. I know why you did this. You did this. You might as well have called it "fuck you, Russell Hicks." <laughs> yeah, because uh, "boys gone, boys gone rogue" is what it should be called. Yeah, sure. Because you've left me. No, but I. It was our podcast. 
is why. <laughs> yeah. And well, I don't think it was the out. same. I don't think it was the same uh, with everyone. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I don't look at what everyone else is. I don't. I didn't realize yeah, yeah. you were doing. I didn't realize. It, I honestly, was doing about a hundred podcasts. If, yeah, but if I had known that you were featuring in their podcast <laughs> with the same dynamic as us, I would have put a <laughs> no, stop to that same. immediately. <laughs> I would have said that is well, ours. Would you have gone? Would you have gone round to their pod, their houses and had a little word? <laughs> yeah, I just said get your own, Nick Dixon. <laughs> He's mine. The boy is mine. Everyone needs a Zoomer, I think. All of you kind of over 30s comedians, you need like a Zoomer who's like in Pokemon. You know, you have your kind of your Pokeballs with yeah, your yeah. selections. I think every comedian over 30 should get one. So yeah, when you guys battle, I, we can you can use us to battle each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was watching um, this documentary on SpaceX the other night. And yeah, I was like, and he's just got this, this, the lab. Was this people. Elon Musk? Yeah. Yeah. And they had this like panning shot of all these people working hard and the computers. And I was like, that's the team I want for my career. I want oh, a yeah? SpaceX you want the, warehouse. SpaceX crew. Mm-hmm. I want a yeah. SpaceX warehouse of nerds just tweeting and up <laughs> and doing all that's the, because that's the level I feel like I would need to compete because what I've got now. Would- yeah. 6,000 deadbeats, <laughs> you know, who haven't watched a video since 2012. They're just waiting. It was me a good to, video in 2012, though. Yeah, they're just waiting for me to put up another video called, like, mm. Heckler insults my mom, so I went home and <laughs> fucked his mom. But anyway, as, as uh, Hunter S. Thompson said. Here we go. Nice. That's very good segue. He said, uh, um, in the beginning of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, he says... He who makes a beast of himself gets rid yeah. of the pain of being a man. Oh, really? Yeah, How do you think that relates to this situation? Um, well, I think that that is my mission in life is to make a beast of myself and get rid of the pain of being... <laughs> I'm actually going to make a alteration there. He who makes a beast of himself gets rid of the pain of being abandoned by Horatio <laughs> for another podcast. During the pandemic, sort when, of during the pandemic when you needed him the most. So I think I think what I find funny is this is almost sort of like medieval chivalry esque sort of code of loyalty and a murder and sort of like these sort of weird bonds that I just have I don't I haven't seen from many comedians who sort of <laughs> as if we had like uh, I'd I'd signed in blood and somehow. <laughs> <laughs> by me trying to grow my subscribers from fifteen maybe get a tiny bit of traction on my own channel i had like fucking killed your brother um started a war with your village yeah well i didn't realize that when you were telling me let's do a podcast together i didn't realize that you were also running around like some sort of whore you know (laughs) you know some some sort of filthy podcast producer telling it to every other comedian in the block Jesus! I'm a podcast. How many? It's how many other? My job. How many other people did you go up to that night? Nick Dixon and whoever else. Quotas full. There's like six guys on that one. <laughs> you filthy prostitute. Yeah, because I was I was saying this to you earlier. It's like I I only really want to speak on the one we did in all seriousness. Uh, but everyone kept. I, I produced podcasts. So I'd sit behind the desk, uh, measuring the sound levels and all the comedians i know would be 
asking me questions and asking me to chip in. So it's an absolute nightmare because it means that nearly all podcast, new podcasts coming from the London comedy scene involve me occasionally pipping in. So if you don't like me, then it's an absolute nightmare because even if you find a new podcast, I'll probably be on it shouting yeah. some shit that you'll did, probably hate. So it's a did real you ever think when they were asking, when you were chiming in, did you ever think, oh, Russell's going to be so mad at me? <laughs> well, I didn't realize because I, I, I only st- when I started to know you more, then I realized that <laughs> that maybe that, <laughs> this guy's a little bit unhinged. <laughs> you I was what? like, I was like telling people, yeah, Horatio and I do a podcast together. And <laughs> I didn't realize at the time they were all looking at me like, yeah, like everyone does a podcast with Horatio. <laughs> what was the show called again? The Russell Hicks Show. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think it was quite uh, as much as... I mean, the original plan was I wasn't even <laughs> I think meant to be... my most desperate time this lockdown was when I was trying to like broker a deal with you to get your name in there. <laughs> I was like, hey man, we could call it like Russell and Horatio Show. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Horatio? Hello? <laughs> it's just very funny. Can I be in one um, of your TikToks? <laughs> I don't know, mate. I just um, love, I don't like your um, portrayal of me as like some sort of Luddite barbarian <laughs> just because yeah. I'm cool and I'm the yeah. only person with the guts to say that Instagram is not an intellectual endeavor and it's... You're the only person. <laughs> I'm the only one. I mean, as far as I know, nobody is talking about the potential, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> downside to it. Yeah, uh, that's I'm, an interesting I'm screaming into a void. Maybe. I'm screaming yeah. into a digital void. I think you argue I'm gonna, maybe I'm we're gonna not say in the this. present. I'm gonna say okay. something right now. I think right. it affects your self-image. Oh, really? What do you think of that? Well, you implying that phones might make people more insecure and more socially anxious. This has been the work I have. I've been working on this. Yeah, and I'm. I'm. A, and I've <laughs> that's been saying crazy. it, and no one that won't. <laughs> is listening. <laughs> Yeah, I think a tinfoil hat is would what would suit you right now. I think that's sort of the vibe we're heading down. Um, but no, I don't know, man. You, you you ready to move on to? I think now we've got our grievances out the way. Yeah, um, I feel better. <laughs> but thank you so much, Russell, for coming on the show. I've been wanting to get oh, you on. For I thought you're. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say for giving you your start. <laughs> But no, that, that's you're, fine too. You're very it's, much a sensei. Have you even seen me do stand-up? What? Have you even seen me, any of my stand-up? Uh, no. <laughs> but exactly. I feel like it's probably funny. Yeah, I could be dog shit, which is quite funny. Like that really, it Doesn't, really would be. I could be the worst stand-up comedian you've ever seen. And you genuinely have no idea. I don't know. Which adds I have a funny no dynamic. It doesn't um, matter to me. I but could just I, be all Chinese accent, all pulling my eyes back and doing a racist Chinese accent. That could be my whole act, and you could have been doing a podcast. You did no research. <laughs> I know. I don't know that I'm like doing a podcast with one of the biggest racists on the circuit. <laughs> That's the problem with not having social media. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, sometimes you I, don't, haven't done any research. Sometimes I'll meet people and I'll be like, that guy's cool. And then yeah. I'll find out. That he has this other life on the yeah, internet. Yeah, you'd be like typing in he, Nick Griffin into Facebook. Where he's like, not cool. 
And I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. Should we move on to discuss the Let's talk about this week? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, do you want to introduce Hunter S. Thompson? I mean, I have a few opinions on him as well, but he's your boy gone wild. Why do you choose Hunter S. Thompson as your boy gone wild? Well, I guess he just came to mind immediately. So for sure, sort of embodies. And I, I, I think that wild. speaks volumes about he's one of those people. I don't know how many other people are there in entertainment or just in general. Yeah. That their personality supersedes what they actually did. Like, if you think about that, yeah. like, he just yeah. is Hunter S. Thompson. Like, he wrote, and yeah, like, Fear and Loathing is good in his writing, but really, he's just, he's mostly famous for just being Hunter S. Thompson. He's almost like a lifestyle influencer. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, think about how, like, over the edge... And you have to be to just get famous for just existing in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's you're true. that that you're that extreme. Especially that, back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's like he just comes to mind as like the wildest, the 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 sort of epitome of it, as far as I. I'd say so. Definitely. I can think of. Um, because I mean the amount of drugs. That's probably the most famous thing about him is the amount of drugs. And that's... that's do you want to go through his um, routine? You, his daily you do routine? It. Yeah, you do it because I, I forget. I'll get it up. It. I'll get it up. Uh, you carry on. Sorry, one sec. Well, I was um, just thinking like uh, he's one of those people and I met, I've met a few people like this in my life that just yeah. can... They're just like... Take drugs. They can just... They don't freak out. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Like I'm not well, so, like as you no. can imagine, dude. Can you imagine yeah. you and me doing a? I'm Just like kicking back. Me having a good trip would probably be the same like percentage as someone who people who have like bad ones. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I, I would mostly have a bad trip because I would just overthink things. I'd see like. I'd see like your head coming at me with like a TikTok yeah. dancer. Well, you said it you and... saw you saw demons <laughs> coming out the sky when you t- took weed once, didn't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that old fun time um oh good yeah, stuff I d- no because i i that's my my opinion on drugs is similar to that i think people are weirdly like um people are weirdly kind of they talk about drugs as if it's sort of like a rule for everyone um on both sides like people who like drugs encourage people to do drugs and people who don't think drugs are the scourge of the devil say that drugs are awful when it's literally just each individual drug everyone has the limit in like there's some drugs i hand like a champion and some i'm not like as good with but in general i take drugs like an absolute champion um do you because i used to know guys that could just take it take them all day just like hunter they just like it was almost like they were Mm. uh, i can't imagine them without drugs they never they were just do you think do you think this routine thing is true though or d- hear it let's hear it okay uh here we go 3 p.m rise so he gets out of bed at 3 p.m five past three he has a shivas regal uh with the morning papers dunhill cigarette uh 3:45 cocaine 4 p.m first cup of coffee uh quarter past four cocaine 16 past four orange juice half past four cocaine five to five cocaine five past five cocaine 11 past 5 coffee, Dunhills. 
half past five, more ice in the Shivas. Uh, quarter to six, cocaine. 6 p.m. grass to take the edge off. Five past seven, Woody Creek Tavern for lunch. Heineken, two margaritas, two cheeseburgers, two orders of fries, a plate of tomatoes, coleslaw, a taco salad. He's getting some vitamins in, to be fair. Uh, a double order of onion rings, carrot cake, ice cream, bean fritters, Dunhills, another Heineken, cocaine, and for the ride home, a snow cone. A glass of shredded ice over which is poured three or four jiggers of Shivas. Uh, 9 p.m. cocaine. Then 10 p.m. he drops acid. Yeah, for sure. 11 p.m. Shortarize, I think. I don't know what that is. Probably some sort of liquor. Uh, cocaine, uh, weed. Half past 11, cocaine. Midnight, Hunter's ready to write. Uh, five past midnight to 6, 6 a.m. So it's a long period here, six hours. Shortarize, cocaine, grass, shivas, cocky coffee, Heineken, clove cigarettes, grapefruit, Dunhills, orange juice, gin, 6am in the hot tub, champagne, Dove bars, fettuccine, Alfredo's, 8am, hallucion, don't know what that means, and then 8.20 in the morning, he sleeps. Now, that is a great life. Yeah? I don't believe that that's... If you can stomach it. Yeah, but also... I don't believe that that's – it's like those morning – those routines. You know when you read someone's daily routine and yeah. they're also like – my biggest problem with those daily routines is it's always like 10 o'clock, That's wake. one day that you nailed Yeah, it. but also there's no gap. It'll be like 10.30, lunch, 11 o'clock, meeting with Horatio. And it's like <laughs> – so there was no where's, gap. You where's like, the 25 was, minutes of staring yeah, at like, the wall? <laughs> what was Horatio like in front of you and you took your last bite and went, okay – yeah, meeting begins yeah, yeah. 11 o'clock you know there's a lot that of down there's a, a great lot of point and so yeah. maybe he did that there's no way he takes acid every day i mean i don't know i doubt it you can micro some people can successfully microdose because you can't overdose on acid uh it can just fuck your head up psychologically so if you psychologically can deal with acid i think you could genuinely take that every day genuinely okay maybe but yeah i don't know i don't know like where cocaine, that came from MDMA, ketamine, you can't take that every day. That'll kill you. But I don't think acid would kill you. I don't know what the origin of that routine is. Like, I don't know where that... Because I've never heard him actually say, this is what I do. But there's like interviews and stuff with him talking to the BBC where he's doing bumps of coke in the interview. (laughs) Like, he just does it right there. And they were like, "What, what are you doing? And he was like, well... You've got two options. I can either be... Well, it's like ele- it's quarter past 11. So I d- he's, yeah. he's a stickler he's like, for uh, his routine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's 4.15. It's actually a square. I've got to hit, make my routine. <laughs> That's what annoys me. You watch he's, those, like, like, e- he's like Elon Musk. He's just like has to get everything in his day. Get Elon, the most Musk is, Elon Musk's daily routine. If you read it, I'm just like, wow, that sounds miserable. Like I heard Awful. him in an interview once. He said, yeah, the great thing about... The great thing about email on your phone is you can check it while you're playing with your kids. And I'm like, what? (laughs) He's like, yeah, I can combine family time with and also work. I'm like, you're a terrible dad. Like, good luck. (laughs) Check in with your kids in like 20 years when they're just emotionally bereft and scarred. What's great about having kids is that you don't have to see them. You can just work. That's one yeah, of my you, favorite things. It's a great thing. You can check yeah. email while you're playing with your kids. Yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Honestly, I, I, 
What I like about Hunter is that he would have these escapades of insanity. Like he would, but yeah. but he had this home base. He had this ranch out in Colorado. And he must have done really well off of his early books because, I mean, he owns he owned a huge piece of land. And he yeah. would go... I think, I think Fear and Loathing was a big hit. Yeah, and he would go and just just chill out and, like, I guess do that daily routine. Mm. But that just sounds uh, amazing to me. But I, I, I think it's interesting that he needed isolation. He needed... He liked to isolate. He needed to be sort of away from the noise and then when he would go out he's not a and, city guy yeah no he was a total yeah he would just chill i mean if you think he was about like, he was in tiger king country wasn't he he's in that sort of area wasn't he uh he's in colorado i forget where oh colorado okay All right. tiger king was but but in the anywhere that's not the coast is tiger king country in the uk basically yeah yeah well okay then yeah he was tiger king country but <laughs> It's like Alabama is Tiger King country. <laughs> uh, but no, he would like, he would just hide out in his little ranch and then he would jump in and go berserk. But I would say most of his time was probably out on that ranch, especially later in his life, 80s and 90s. Yeah. And then that's where he just shot himself. Well, Which, um, yeah, go on. Well, that in itself is like, I don't know. It's kind of a, I think he said like 20 years before, I'm going to shoot myself in the head one day. Yeah, because he did, it seemed to be the most liberated suicide ever. And of all, whenever I find out about um, writers I like, there's so many, um, you know, when you start going through an artist's like either their albums or their books, and then you only find out to by the end that they killed themselves like five years ago and it, you had to go through that trauma even though everyone knows about it like i had yeah. it with dave foster wallace with nick drake and you find out and then you have to go through it again when i found out about huntress thompson killing himself it i didn't feel a top it's the only time i've heard about someone i like killing themselves and i thought good for you good for you hunter because yeah he, the reason the, the way he did it was he said i don't want to live past 60 because i don't want to be old i don't enjoy the idea of being old he made it to 65 and then he shot his head out uh, uh, brains out with a shotgun so in a way it feels like he stayed five years too long if anything um yeah yeah and yeah yeah he and said johnny i don't want to get shot, old shot <laughs> johnny depp shot his uh, ashes um out of a cannon to the song spirit in the sky and I just feel like it's kind of like if you're going to do suicide, that's the way to do it. You know, that's the thing about Hunter S. Thompson is for all of his. And I don't know if he did it like tongue in cheek, probably. But for all yeah. of his hating of well, not hating. I mean, he was I think he loved America and capitalism, but he went out in such a dictatorial like emperor style way. Like he has that monument <laughs> built to him. Johnny really? Depp firing him out of a cannon, which he fired his ashes out. I personally okay. want to be fired out of a cannon when I'm dead, but I want it to be my actual body. Would you? Are you? Are you, are you planning suicide? Is that? A, 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 was that a good way to go? No, I'm uh, hanging on. Would you? I'm. I'm hanging, hanging on, on to the end. Absolute to the end. I want to see the end of TikTok. Uh, <laughs> I want. I want all apps to be obliterated, and I want it to be an even playing field again. Where it's just... I can't wait. I, I want to live to see you get called old and out of touch. That's what I want to live. And that's <laughs> when I'm going to go out. I'll put that in my... I'll say that on this podcast. As, yeah. soon as, as soon as you're considered out of touch and people got to go, 
Oh, cool TikTok, Grandpa. <laughs> and then they like, <laughs> they fly away on their scooters into their virtual yeah. comedy gig. Um, I'm going to mm-hmm. go, I'm going to smile and shoot myself in the face. <laughs> and then this I want like my actual body. <laughs> I want my actual body to be shot out of a cannon. Like, so I just fly like a fish through the I air. I could do it as well. Yeah. That would be a nice bit of, that would be a very really nice not, cyclical thing. Not my ashes. Yeah. I want my actual corpse yeah. in a cannon and I just yeah. go. But then the problem is I'll probably be having this sort of deal with a lot of older comedians. And I know that would really piss you off if I just I just fired out uh, Alfie Brown's ashes yeah. out of a cannon. Yeah, you just better fired not, Dick Dixon's yeah, you ashes better not out of like, a cannon the week before. <laughs> yeah. You're the, my uh, third you're my third cannon that week. <laughs> yeah, don't stuff me in a barrel with like Nick Dixon and Alfie Brown and we just go flying out <laughs> yeah. together. That's all I ever hear from this guy. I'm like, yeah, Horatio, I'm thinking of doing by the way, I always call you up and tell you I'm thinking of doing something that's like was popular like 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll be like, that's so true. I'll be like, hey, man, uh, I'm thinking of starting a Geo Cities. I'm thinking about starting a mailing list. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a good way to kind of build a fan base. <laughs> I'm going to build my email list. <laughs> Have you tried rollerblading? It's, I feel like I'm flying. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And, um, I just can't wait for my career. Any, any, th- if anything good happens in each step of my career, if I get a TV show, if anything, I release my first comedy special. I just know I'm gonna get a call from you going, "Oh, I see how it is. Cool. Yeah. Well, fuck me, huh? Cool. Let me tell you what's yeah, what wrong with our that TV show. Let me let me tell you what's <laughs> wrong with that story. Is that in your reality, you just assume I'm not on a TV show. You just assume. <laughs> no, like, that's it's the just problem. a given that I'm Is just that- like, I'm just in a home somewhere and then I call you. Oh, nice one. How do you know I'm not going to get a TV show? The point is, you know. I'm still relevant. You, I, if you wouldn't keep putting it Russell. out there that I'm old, you're ruining my image. <laughs> I'm young, baby. I. The point is, you're going to have a TV show. You're going to be five times as big as me but the problem the real fucked up thing is you're still going to be calling me and that's where the uh, psychosis is is that you'll be on live apollo mock the week you'll be doing all you'll have your own sitcom and then i'll get uh, like a i might start a web series and i'll still get a call from you going like oh i see how it is well fuck me i don't want to make a web series what is a web series (laughs) well you know i don't mind if you do your own thing when society is a little more stable. Thank you. Thank you. But oh, really? when society <laughs> crumbles around us in the midst yeah. of our burgeoning podcast, our little germ of a podcast, yeah. and I reach out, I reach out for my good buddy yeah. and find that he is nowhere to be found. And also, you would say to me on the phone, well, it's every man for himself. <laughs> wow. Ruthless. And then I realize... I realized I'd been alone, all alone, all alone. <laughs> Just so my funny. thumbnails. Sometimes I go on my YouTube page and I look at the banner and it says new episodes every week. Oh and my I think, god! I think well, we all oh, knew that was depressing. a we all knew that was a lie when it was. When it yeah. Came the, out. Um, if you're a fan of this podcast and uh, enjoyed uh, Russell as a guest, do check out our uh, podcast, The Russell Hicks Show. Um, yeah, it's still it's on a, it was a limited series. It was great. It was a very limited, limited it was like, series. It was like Band so of Brothers. They're actually collector's <laughs> items. So uh, 
Watch them in the next yeah, week because is... you, you never know when I'm going to delete them in a fit of rage. So, no, we'll get back to it when this stuff blows over. We'll do but something, there's man. Nothing, we'll do something. There's nothing more depressing than like uh, a podcast that opens with the discussion of doing twice a week and like has f- and only makes it to five episodes and just stops. <laughs> <laughs> that means we didn't even do three solid weeks. We did two weeks and then just went, oh, fuck, after like one. Because yeah, people might watch the first episode and then they can just click off and see there hasn't been a new episode for about 10 years. You know what? You should make this episode me gone wild. That's it. I'm the boy gone wild. Yeah, that's what I was considering that. Uh, yeah. I gave you the option. I gave you the option. We either make it about you or you. Well, I didn't want to do that. I don't want to be like, yeah, make it about me. But you know what? No, that's I fine. should. I mean, we're having a hard time staying on topic. With Thompson, anyway. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Uh, you're a- if you listen to the podcast, you know that's kind of my style. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't listen to your two episodes. <laughs> they weren't in the newspaper. There wasn't an ad for it in the newspaper, so I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think so. Um, uh, man. What are we going to do, man? Like, what's the... Where are we going? I mean, is this is this it now? Is this just what is comedy this real is? Life? Hunter, I'll tell you what. Hunter S. Thompson wouldn't have been on social media. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't yeah. have. But see, there now that. that's a, that's actually a good point. See, this is the thing. Like people like Hunter S. Thompson. That's that's a, an eternal spirit. I feel like I don't think that has anything mm-hmm. to do with generation. That man no. and people like him come from other planets. <laughs> And, and so there has to be, but, and, and they, well, easy David Icke, but like (laughs) they, they, uh, save it for Nick Dixon's podcast. They don't, I'm just saying like, he wouldn't be on social media and all that. I don't feel like he'd be living his life crazy in the moment. He'd be a maniac. There has to be people, younger people with that spirit today. Don't you think? Or are they all just. Yeah, there yeah. are, but it, that spirit, the spirit transforms and moves throughout time. Like there's, like, there's loads of people, if you look in the medieval ages, there was Huntress Thompsons of that generation, but they weren't uh, taking coke and doing acid and shooting shit, you know? That, yeah, but you're just, saying, but you're telling me that they that's... They were covered that, in their own shit. But I just don't think that's... <laughs> what? What? Yeah, well, that's, in that's how I imagine. Were... That's how I imagine the my ancestors survived <laughs> in the medieval ages. They they couldn't. They were just like they would get out of sword fights by just. What there was out, a huge. Their, their village got burnt down, but yeah, their village got burned. For, they they mistook them for a pile of manure, so as thought I, move on. As I just like sat there like. Because <laughs> no, you myself. are you are similar to Hunter S. Thompson in some ways, in that the fact that you're like so American. Uh, like part of you is a very American ideals, but you dislike American reality. You know, like this the kind of ideal, uh, kind of romanticized version of America suits both you and Hunter S. Thompson a lot, but the reality you're both utterly disgusted by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think I relate to him in the sense that he dropped out of the american system and i think Mm -hmm. i did that as well i but i drop out of most systems this Mm -hmm. this this it's like it's it's a really strange thing it's like he's infatuated with the american dream but he also thinks yes 
he he just refuses to play that game. So yeah, yeah. I I think you actually nailed it. You're right. The ideal, but the reality. Actually, now that I think that about like it, yeah, you that said it really perfectly. personified American having your own land, being individual, doing what the fuck you want, having your property, shooting shit, making your own way in the world. But then. If I can imagine Hunter S. Thompson having to speak to any normal Americans, would probably struggle in the same way that you would as well. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and in a way, it's like, and this is almost the most American thing you can do is that he has created his own, mm. like like a pioneer, he has created his own literal piece of land and sanctuary that he lives in, but also his own space in the culture mm. which i think mm. i guess i've i i think every i advocate that to everybody i'm like carve out your mm. own little your own world and and uh i suppose that's what i do now and that's with the whole like social media and 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 sort of refusing all of these things but but i'm not but i also make sure i'm taken care of i'm not just like destitute and like oh i i have created my own sort of um i don't know my own little world that i can mm-hmm. exist in because yeah, i fair. but I, but i think you feel but i think hunter tried to take part in the same way i did and then you get burned and then you just kind of by just, young people doing podcasts without you do you not, think he might well, have met <laughs> i don't know if you know this but hunter actually had a podcast oh yeah um, what was it yeah called? Well, he had a he had a writing partner <laughs> and um the kid took off and uh that and like, kid, i'll never trust the system again <laughs> uh that that kid actually grew up to be uh stephen king <laughs> um so you know and hunter was always bitter but yeah so i i don't know maybe that's the same way i don't know like carving out your own mm. yeah your own little reality but it's not the young people in the podcast it's just in general, I just think like you can get yeah. a vibe that the American system sometimes uh, will be like, you've got to have certain uh, characteristics. Will you'll do mm. well in that system, mm. and that's what I fear is happening to stand up. Is which is like because that's what I'm saying to you. This this Hunter S. Thompson attitude must exist amongst young people, but I wonder are they being we have no room for them then because you have to be so you have to have a good phone as we've heard no, it sucks. before and but you've got to be I, I completely but i think you you have this idea that i'm a fan of social media um <clears throat> or think it's a good thing i i can't stand it i think it's awful in so many ways but also i'm not going to be i'd want people to see my shit and i want to yeah i don't want to do a normal job so and for someone especially of my generation if you don't have it there's i it's more it's less love for social media it's more fear of doing something i don't want to do which is not is not making comedy and i don't well, know how thing. i think I it's all support i couldn't support myself or build any career without uh posting podcasts on youtube without having an instagram page without doing tiktok like building a fan base i, I don't see a 23 year old comedian being able to uh really be financially viable unless they're a once in a generation genius like kern's kitson or something like that um without doing it so i'm not a fan of it um mm. i like it as an identity because i think it's really funny um 
uh, vaping, wearing orange sunglasses. I'm a huge, I just really, I find it really funny being like a, trying to get some meme aesthetics. But no, I do also think it's the end of the world. But I'm, I'm the violinist. I'm going down with the ship, you know? Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, that is, is that the Zoomer manifesto? Because that was yep. bleak. Uh, I'm the violinist. Sadly, I'm going down with the ship. <laughs> uh, sadly, and what am I? Not just, what am I? We've what not I, the just gone over. That you crashed into right before. There we go. The self pity parade <laughs> comes out again. Oh, sh- but what I'm saying is, I just think that's yeah. all fine. But I don't know. Yeah. And I don't. I try not to overthink it. But in the end of the day, man. Oh really? You you don't you try not to overthink do- it. <laughs> I try not That's to. Uh, if you had a mind like this, it's it's really hard to say no. It's powerful. With a third eye. Powerful. Out. <laughs> have you seen my daily routine? Twelve. I have breakfast at noon. At twelve thirty, I have a meeting. Twelve thirty. I love 1231. that. Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Meeting. Twelve forty-five. Workout. Yeah. What? You just like meeting done, and you just drop to the ground, start doing push-ups. <laughs> Work out. Also, you you don't have a meeting to have, but you have to do your routine. So you're calling very far-flung. You're asking random people for just to have spitball some ideas. You just need a meeting. I I, I just think like a real. Will daily, anyone meet with me? A real <laughs> daily routine. Please, someone have a meeting with me. <laughs> I just want someone to tell you their real daily routine, where there's just four yeah. hours, and that they don't know what they did. You know, <laughs> they're just like, they're like three to seven. I fucking have no idea. I don't know. Honestly, I, no clue. Really? I don't, I don't know, man. I was, I don't know. I, I know I ended up at the gig, I, but I, I was sitting down and then I stood up too fast and then two hours went past. Yeah. <laughs> Four to five. I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube on how to grind coffee. Five to six, I went down a literal rabbit hole, I think, outside. I, it yeah, was weird literally, day. I was gardening, and I just <laughs> fucking got lost uh-huh. every single day. Every day. Please, if someone asks you what your routine is, just fucking... I've, I've often thought about detailing my one of my... Like, if I ever have a real classic Russell day, I'm like, I need to... This is the day I'm going to pick for the routine when yeah. they ask me. Just Five, like yeah, one 12. p.m. to six p.m. I do not recall. <laughs> six p.m. Yeah. to eight p.m. No comment. <laughs> four, four to six, none of your business. Um, yeah, but we've not I, only oh, listen. Gone what over. I, I think what I'm trying to say with all that is like, and this ties into Hunter is that I don't operate from like I don't operate from a place of, oh, I'm afraid I should do this. It's like I'm guided first by who I am, what I like, what I want out of my life. And I, and I want a certain freedom. And I don't know, a lot of that stuff is like a shackle. It doesn't feel as free of an existence as I want. And I've been able to work it out. You know, hopefully it keeps going or whatever. But I think if you sort of hang on to how you want things to be, you can mold it. I'm just saying, you don't listen, kids. Well, the point was, you don't always have to do things, okay? You do what you want, and you'll end up where you want to be. Oh, um, also, um, oh, that's okay, called. I'm going to be. I'm sorry. I've, I've I've been trying to end the episode for about 15 minutes, and let's just wrap it up. So bad. This is just, all right. Let's yeah. Wrap it. Let's. Uh, any closing statements? I think we've been close. We've been doing closing statements for the last 20 minutes. So 
Uh, um, good to have you back you, in my life. Good to have you back too. Let's um, let's do this again, um, and we'll do a spe- an even longer one. Uh, all right. All right. Stay safe. Um, Thanks, man. And good luck. See you, buddy. <laughs> See ya.